become misfortune. <laughs> I'm watching you. Hey guys, welcome to episode 50 of Macabre Misfortunes. What's going on, everybody? So Tracy, there's a movie coming out next week called Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. It says it's based on a true story, and though that might be somewhat true, loosely based is probably more what I would have chosen to use than because... I think they cover the, you know, obviously we haven't seen the movie, but they cover the backstory on how it came to be. But most of the movie is based on this bear run, running around the woods attacking people high on cocaine. Well, I mean, come on. They have to do something. It's not going to be much of a movie. The bear ate your cocaine and then he just died. The end. Right. But this is a story I've been familiar with for years. And it's... um Got a few Kentucky ties to it. Mm-hmm. And we, we were on a website, or not a website, a uh, another podcast three or four years ago. And it was uh, a road tripper show where all they did was talk about roadside attractions. Uh-huh. And we covered like three things here in Lexington to cover if you were on a roadside uh-huh. you know trip to check out. And that was one of the things that we actually covered was the cocaine bear. Long before anybody thought about doing a movie uh-huh. about it. But anyways... I thought since the actual cocaine bear that the movie's based on is located right here at Lexington at the Kentucky Fun Mall. Dude, which is like five, maybe ten minutes from our house. <laughs> yeah, it's really and close. I had no clue that it was that close. I stopped by and took some pictures four or five years ago and posted them on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I know Justin Rimmel had posted the story. Uh-huh. Uh, on there, and I thought, hey, you know, that cocaine bear is like right here, and I went and took some pictures and posted it mm-hmm. just because I thought it would be funny. But, anyways, I thought since the movie's coming out and the movie's going to butcher everything like movies do, that I would actually cover the actual story mm-hmm. of what happened. And then if people want to go see the movies, at least they they've got this in the back of their mind, right? About the true story. Now in the movie. The bear gets into the stuffle bag of cocaine, and then, like I said, it starts going crazy and chasing people all around the forest and the woods and all that. In actuality, the bear <laughs> did get into the cocaine, uh, but literally died almost immediately after of an overdose. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. I mean, it was like bricks. So, yeah, bear couldn't hang. So, today we're going to tell you what actually happened to inspire the movie so let's go back to 1985 september of 1985 to be exact there's a man by the name of andrew thornton he was a kentuckian his family were really wealthy horse breeders Mm -hmm. thornton had quite the past we'll say he spent some time as an attorney but he was also a narcotics officer which actually would work out pretty well for his new career as a drug smuggler for Pablo Escobar. <laughs> well, that helps out a little bit. <laughs> it, what happened here all has to do with a recent trip where he was coming back from Colombia in his little Cessna plane. 
He was dropping off packages of cocaine in northern Georgia. Now, at some point, Thornton decided that he had to bail out of his plane. It's speculated that he felt like there was another plane following him. That's so weird. So he's like, "Eh, something's Mm -hmm. up because nobody would know we're here. Right. So he starts dumping cargo off of the plane with the intentions of going back and getting it. Of course, these cargo or duffel bags, they would eventually find 10 altogether. Uh Duffel bags full of these these bricks of cocaine. But how in the world would he know where he dumped it and where it landed? I guess he just knew what his flight pattern was and he it would have I'm sure it would have been a pain in the butt. Yeah, for sure. To find all of it, but you know, that that's what he had to do. So anyway, he puts on his parachute and his night vision goggles and his bulletproof vest and he straps some cocaine around his his uh, waist area, mm-hmm. and he jumps. But Thornton apparently hit his head on the tail of the p- plane when he jumped. Oh. So he was never able to pull his chute. Oh, his chute. <gasps> oh, dang. <laughs> oh, oh, shoot. Oh. So when this happens, he lands in the driveway of somebody in Knoxville, Tennessee. At the time of his death... He was 40 years old. He had $4,500 in cash on him, two guns, several knives, the keys to the plane, and 77 pounds of cocaine strapped around his waist. He was also wearing Gucci loafers. (laughs) The plane was found crashed several hours away in the mountains of North Carolina. When the authorities retraced the flight path, like he would have done, they discovered nine different duffel bags full of cocaine. But where does the bear come into all this? Because that's the the key here. Three months after Thornton's death, a tenth duffel bag was found, along with the bear, south of the state line between Tennessee and Georgia, in the Chattahoochee National Forest. Um, No idea if... if, um, Alan Jackson was anywhere to be found. (laughs) The bear's stomach was literally packed to the brim with cocaine, according to a medical examiner. The bear died from a bunch of stuff, including cerebral hemorrhaging, respiratory failure, um, renal failure, heart failure, stroke, you name it, and the bear had it, according to the medical examiner. This actually, the bear was actually stumbled across by a hunter who found all this. Um, not to mention that there was, the duffel bag was torn open mm-hmm. and there was cocaine everywhere. Oh my gosh. Everywhere. Not only would just a bear eating. By the way, how much cocaine, dollars wise, do you think the bear ate? Oh, I have no clue. An estimated at the time, $15 million worth. <gasps> Oh. That's enough to make Charlie Sheen proud. Wow. The bear was taxidermied and donated to the Chattahoochee River National Recreational Area, where it was displayed in the visitor center. But there's a wildfire, and the bear was actually placed in storage. Now, I don't know what happened at that point, (laughs) but it ended up at a pawn shop in Nashville, Tennessee, where it was bought by none other than country music star Waylon Jennings. Nice. 
He actually sent it to a friend of his in Las Vegas by the name of Ron Thompson. Now, Ron Thompson died back in 2009, and his estate was auctioned off, and the cocaine bear was then bought by a Chinese immigrant by the name of Zhu Tang for 200 bucks. Egg. When Tang died in 2012, the owner of the Kentucky for Fun Mall contacted his widow, and uh, they agreed to give the bear to the Fun Mall uh -huh. if they would pay for shipping. Uh -huh. And that's how the cocaine bear made its way to Lexington. <laughs> now, I will say the story that I read said that was 2012, but we talked to, we went to the Fun Mall yesterday. Mm hmm. And we talked to some people up there, including who I believe are the owners. But the gentleman told us it's been there since 2015. So there is some discrepancy uh -huh. in the date. Um, but that's how the cocaine bear actually met its demise. Cocaine was all over the side of that mountain. Oh, my gosh. So there's no telling who, how many other animals oh, might have Oh, that's what I was going to say. I'm sure a bunch of other animals had a big old party. But the cocaine bear basically <laughs> ate a bunch of cocaine and uh, walked a few steps and heart exploded basically. And yeah, there bleh. you go. So that's the end of that. All right. So anyway, the, the, the bears in Lexington, they're getting ready to do the movie. Um, anybody who comes to Lexington, this is a really fun place. They've got a, a some odd memorabilia there. Mm -hmm. Like uh, for people who have seen the Eric C. Kahn documentary that was out uh, not too long ago about the guy from Kentucky that was in the uh, mountains of Kentucky. that's an attorney. He was the most well-known attorney in the state by far. And uh, he ran this huge scam for uh, Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security, stuff like that. But, I mean, millions and millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. And uh, it, it was just a, a big deal. And he, he went on the run, and he got captured somewhere in South America, I think it was, at a pizza hut. Oh, my god! Uh, so, I mean, but there was a, a big documentary on, I want to say it was Netflix, um, in the last year about Eric C. Kahn, but they've got one of his giant, uh, it's almost like a, what would you call that? Like plaster of Paris. Yeah. It's like a giant statue of him that was on top of his billboards. Sort of like how Elvis or Elvis is in the, you know, type like Blues Brothers and the yeah, yeah, yeah. like in the Jerry's yeah. restaurant. Only this thing is huge. It's kind of cheesy. And apparently oh, this yeah. thing's set on top of his billboards and they've got that. They've got a giant rooster. They've got the cocaine bear. And but then they've got just a bunch of shirts and stuff mm -hmm. like that you can buy. So it's a really cool place. Yeah, it's uh, fun. Really cool place just to visit. So if you're in Lexington, stop by there and see the real cocaine bear. They're having a um, red carpet event next Friday and Saturday here in town where the cocaine bear is actually going to the theater to be set up when they do the red carpet event and everything. So I think, what do you say, the dress code if you wanted to get tickets? Yeah, you had to dress like you were in the 80s. 80s or, uh -huh. or the, uh, like a bear hunter or, or, or like, like a, a hunter or something mm -hmm. like that. So It should be fun. But yeah, well, big thanks to the Kentucky Fun Mall for uh, allowing us to take some pictures yesterday mm -hmm. and talk to them a little bit about yeah. the, the situation. Very cool people. But I always like to leave you with some fun facts. And today's fun fact is, do you know what the bear's official name is? Mm -mm. Pablo Escobar. <laughs> well, that's fitting. <laughs> also, I thought this was funny. Where the bear was found, there were originally... 40 packs bricks of cocaine equal enough to 88 pounds that were scattered all over that hillside 
That was worth $20 million just scattered all over the forest. That's crazy. Wow. So. Can you just imagine walking up on that? And from my understanding, all the bricks that they uncovered, uh-huh. 218 pounds of cocaine. Wow. Think about that. What about the what about the driveway that this that this dude landed in? What in the whole entire mm, world? It's gonna need a good pressure washing, I bet. Oh. So you, what is they just like having a barbecue and then all of a sudden bam? <laughs> I know it. Wow. Well, I mean depending on if if they got that seventy seven pounds of cocaine off of them, it probably turned into a heck of a barbecue. <laughs> no, I'm sure it did. That is such an interesting story. So, so anyways, there's the true story behind the cocaine bear. Yeah. So if you uh, want to go see the movie, at least you know what the true story is behind it. <laughs> I don't know how much of that gets discussed in the movie. But... Right. I'm sure I'm sure it does, probably in the beginning or something. And I want to say, and I probably shouldn't say this because I don't know if I was given permission, but I don't, from my gatherings, I don't think the fun mall uh, that has the cocaine bear they gave up the rights to the name so they could use that for the movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're getting anything from the movie whatsoever financially Yeah. Um, for this. So if you get a chance to stop out there and buy some shirts and stuff, I'm sure it would help them out. And it's a shame that there's such a big movie out there about something that they own that they're not really getting anything mm-hmm. off of. So it kind of sucks. But yeah. that's the way big business works. Heck so. yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you later. Love y'all.